When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a secret that the Momtourage ladies have struggled with their mental health, and we're not alone. Maternal mental health is a major issue in the United States. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. Our kids deserve happy parents, and we deserve to be happy. The good news is, therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Or maybe the pressures of having a child and this pandemic have made you realize that things are not okay and now is a good time to start talking about it. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. Digital health is bigger than ever now during this pandemic. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And we have a special offer for Momtourage listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash momtourage. That's betterhelp.com slash momtourage. And thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This is a good old-fashioned good time episode with hot goss and TikTok K-hole. But as always, we have hashtag swag bag. And up next, kids, do your thing. The tits and the shits. Okay, can I start? Yes, please. First thing I want to say is, how is it that no one has ever gotten me a heart pizza for Valentine's Day? What I wouldn't give, someone send me a heart-shaped pizza. Is that a thing people do? Yes, they make heart-shaped pizzas for Valentine's Day. Oh. I can't believe no one's ever bought me one. Well. Anyway, going along with that is my shits. This is coming off a super clean January. Why are you crying? I'm not. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh my God, I was like, she's crying because no one sent her a heart-shaped pizza? Don't cry. You're like, I'll send you one. Yeah. My shits are nothing tastes as good as food feels. Nothing. Or alcohol. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. So when people are like, sweat is your fat crying or nothing tastes as good as sin feels. Nothing tastes as good as food feels. No, it doesn't. And I used to live by that old adage, like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, like back in my 20s. Fuck that. Nothing tastes as good as food feels, guys. No. uh, It's so good. That's my shits. My shits are, somebody sent me a heart-shaped pizza (laughs) and nothing tastes as good as food feels. 
My tits are. I love plants. <laughs> I love plants. I love plants. I love plants. Yeah. And that holistic doctor that I saw to try to get my like crazy mess of a body in check. Yeah. He gave me like an estrogen cream. Uh huh. And it has significantly reduced my hot flashes. Is that the one you're supposed to put in your kuka? No. Oh. This is either your chest, your arm, or your thigh. It's not prescription. It's over the counter, so it's not like the hard stuff. Mm. It's more of like a zima of hormones. It's a zima of hormone creams. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, my entire childhood was when zima was so hot, and I really was like, wow, I gotta try a zima one day when I'm an adult. I really was just like, zima looks amazing, and to this day, I've never had a zima, and I probably never will, and it makes me sad. Tastes very much just like an alcoholic Sprite. Gross. I can just notice a hair of a difference. You know what? My tits are, firstly, Carrie's propagating plants. She propagated her Monstera plant and gave it to me. And look, I don't have a green thumb. I kill everything. I love my Monstera. Her name is Judith. It started as Edith. That wasn't clicking for me. It turned into Judith. Now she's Judith Light because she loves the light. She is alive and well. I talk to her every morning and every night. I just got back from Pleasantville today. As soon as I walked in, I was like, hello, Judith. I missed you. I changed her water. I gave her new water. She is just a sight. The other tits is, I don't know, Matt and Sebastian were downstairs doing something. I wasn't there. I come down and they're dancing. Sebastian's doing this like move where he like pushes his face with his hand. And Matt goes, wait a second. Just ask him what this is called. And I said, Sebastian, what's this dance move called? And he goes, the hot bitch. My face dropped and I started laughing hysterically. And I'm like, this can't be for me. I have never done that in my life. Also, I have told him bitch is not a nice word. Like, we're not one of these houses where we scream at our kid for cursing. He's very good. He says, can I say a grown up word? And then we tell him yes. And we're trying to teach him the appropriate stuff. You guys know our whole policy on cursing. But he just came out hot with this is the hot bitch. And I have never laughed so much. And then he said, I learned it from you. And I was like, I learned it from watching you, dad. Yeah, like, I guess that's a compliment. I'm not really sure. I don't know where to go with this. But yeah, I love Judith Light and I love my hot bitch son. <laughs> my shits are, I don't know, man. Just it's the same shit as always. So I'm not even going to go into it. Why even bother? I will say this. There's a lot of anti-Semitism in the world. And this is something that's really, really bothering me. I really try to do the right thing by everybody and lead with compassion. Unless it's celebrity gossip, that's just fun. That's a totally different thing. But I really try to be a good person. I try to support different movements. And I have seen so much anti-Semitism lately. We all have. And nobody is coming to defend Jews except for Jews. As a Jew, I'm really fucking disappointed and hurt. I don't understand what it is about Jews. Jews, that people hate us so much. I don't understand what it is about anybody that anybody hates anybody so much. Truly, I don't get why you would just naturally hate somebody for no fucking reason other than based on who they are as a human being. So I just want to tell anyone who's listening out there who is not an anti-Semite, your Jewish friends feel unsupported. They really do. They feel really unsupported. I've gotten into arguments with my husband about this. We feel unsupported. We feel like no one cares. I'm not going to get into all of it because what's the point? 
point, but just know that. I'm not saying check in on your Jewish friends. Maybe some Jewish friends want that. That's not what I need. I just need to know that other people see what's happening and see that it's fucked up and that something is being done to try and right this wrong like it is for BLM or like it is for Asian hate or like it is for gay people or trans people. That's all. So I'm just putting that out there. As a reminder, we're going to read a review every episode until you guys get us to a thousand. Please help. Get going. It helps other people find our podcast. And you know. The more the merrier. Okay, so this one is from Rinna976. I'm going to pretend it's Lisa Rinna. I'll do it like I have lip injections, this one. Okay. (laughs) Five stars. Great (laughs) podcast. I must listen for mamas. It looked like you had a dick in your mouth. <laughs> a girl can dream. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right, should we do some hot goss? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Firstly, anyone who's a Dumois reader, whatever, Dumois just came out with a brand new podcast. She's had one episode and her guest is the OG Dumois anti-lawyer. You may know him as Crazy Days and Nights, but he is the OG at doing what Dumois does. And I have been reading him for years. Matt and I listened to it in the car. I listened to some of it on my own, and then we listened to the rest in the car. And even he was like, this is a fucking great podcast. It is so juicy, and it is so, so fun. Listen, if you only listen to one podcast, make it Momtourage. But if you listen to two, (laughs) make it the Dumois podcast. And don't be turned off by her voice distorting. Just go with it. Okay. First piece of hot goss is Kanye and Julia Fox and just all the shit that has come with it. Let's back up. For those of you who don't know what's going on, who is Julia Fox? Julia Fox is, I kind of compare her to like a Leah McSweeney from the past two seasons of Real Housewives of New York. She's kind of like a female Terry Richardson, like in that crew and not at all in any way other than she's in that crew of like Lower East Side, New York, fuck and cool artist guys. I know Terry Richardson is like a rapist and all that other stuff. I'm not calling him cool, but that scene, that group that they are all in. I had never heard of her before. Well, most people have not. The only reason I know who she is is because she was the female lead in Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Oh, right. That's why I knew who she was. Otherwise, I didn't. But if you look far back enough into her life, she staged her death for an art exhibit. She's done all kinds of very weird and very Kanye-y type things. She recently had a baby. She, like, I guess before all this happened, made news, even though I didn't hear it, about how the baby daddy was, like, a deadbeat dad and a drug addict and, like, all this other shit. It seems like Kanye found her and plucked her out of obscurity 
you know, they staged this big photo shoot at Carbone, which is like the place in New York right now where you can't even like get a table. It's really hard to get a reservation. That's okay. We don't want to eat indoors anyway. Amen, sister. But they like did this whole photo shoot. Then he brought her back to his hotel room where the suite was decked out in Balenciaga clothing and they did more photo shoots. And then like the day these photos came out, there was an accompanying article in Interview Magazine about their week together and how they they're dating. It is so strange and so set up. So clearly PR. I like I'm getting so tired of going on TikTok and seeing people or even Instagram seeing people talk about it like it's a real relationship. This is so blatantly PR, whether it's to get Kim jealous, whether it's Kim could care less because she got that D. I mean, look, Andy and Dumois both said that they think that it is a very contentious breakup. This split is very contentious. It is not going well. And I believe that. Now, do I think he's trying to make her jealous? Yeah, I think he is. Do I think it's working? Probably a little bit. But also, like, it kind of just seems like performance art to me. It seems like she has everything to gain from this. No one knew who the fuck Julia Fox was before this. And I don't blame her. If Kanye came up to me and was like, hey, I want to, like, do all this, I'd be like— And he's probably paying her, too. Yes, I would. And the clothing? uh, Just sign me up. Whatever. They have since gone to Paris. They're all over the place. That crazy, like, black swan makeup that he apparently did to her. It is so strange. But to sit there and believe that this is a real relationship— That they're in love. Guys, come on. We're all better than that. Yeah. And honestly, I wish they would stop treating us like we're not. But apparently— Apparently, people are falling for it. I mean, people will fall for anything. Do you have anything to add about that hot goss? No, except that, like, he's just so disturbing to me now. He is. Even when I see pictures of him, and I liked him as a performer. I know. His eyes are looking crazy. Like, straight up crazy eyes. Like, it's making me uncomfortable. And again, like, I'm not anti any kind of mental health issues. Like, he obviously has mental health issues. Totally. But his eyes look like real mental issues. We also didn't even mention that weird party they were at with other mentally unstable people. Like, Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. Antonio Brown, who is, for those of you who don't know, because I wouldn't have known, he's that football player that, like, a couple of weeks ago just, like, ran off the field in the middle of the game. I don't even know what team he was on, but that guy. Floyd Mayweather, who notoriously just beats the shit out of people and women. Yeah. Ashley Simpson's husband, Diana Ross's Mm -hmm. son, was there, which I didn't know he was mentally unstable, but given this grouping, I would go with yes. Yes. Just so fucking bizarre this entire scenario. Also, do Juan and T think that Kim and Pete is totally PR? And I kind of think so too. Really? Yeah, they think mm-hmm. it's 100% PR. That they have both gotten submissions from people saying, hey, I was in the Bahamas at the same time they were. And like, other than the pictures you saw, they really weren't together that much. Mm-hmm. They like seem like they get along, but it doesn't seem like they're dating. Got it. Next up, it seems like we have a Roni update. Real Housewives of New York, as we know, has been tabled. We also know it is my absolute favorite show. The last season was so terrible. They didn't do a reunion. People are kind of cancel culturing Andy now too. Yeah, which I don't fully understand to be completely honest. So I think that's part of the reason why we haven't heard much because I think that it's been more about him and people are trying to figure out do the show. But why is it about him? I don't get that impression at all. Why do you say that? Well, the reviews for Watch What Happens Live have been bad. They've been going down. Yeah. And there's been talk about him losing the show. Which is why if you DVR any show that airs before Watch What Happens Live, they add on Watch what happens live onto your DVR recording, which is really annoying. Right. I just think that between his outbursts at New Year's. At New Year's Eve. And then the show not doing well, I think there's a little bit of chatter about like some of his franchises and what he does. Like, 
what are we going to do about them? Huh. Don't cancel me for saying I don't really understand it. I just haven't seen anything other than it does seem like today it was announced that Jenny from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has been asked to not come back because these very racist racial slurs posts have surfaced and like they act on certain things like they acted on the Stasi thing from Vanderpump Rules and her racist allegations with Kristen Dowdy. They've acted on those things but then they do things like keep Ramona. So other than that where it seems like they're very selective right? I don't really understand all of it. But back to Real Housewives of New York update. There have been a number of people writing in again to Dumois saying that the cast is coming along that it's going to be three current cast members two returning that are hot off of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2 and two to three newbies. So I'm going to give you my predictions and we're going to see what we think. So for the three current I believe that it's going to be Leah unfortunately even though I'm so over her Mm -hmm. Sonia yeah and I don't know who I think the third is going to be because I think Ramona can go I think Luann is so fucking boring she needs to go Ebony who I really like is just too classy for this fucking show she needs to go somewhere else and the viewers like hate her for an unknown reason and then the two returning that are hot off of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2 again not confirmed but I think it's going to be Dorinda yeah and Jill Zarin yeah well I miss Jill I miss Jill too I love Jill remember when I covered BravoCon Jill told me I needed to tell Andy right that she needs to be back on the show and I just smiled and nod but I was like I don't know Andy Cohen (laughs) ma'am and then the two to three newbies it's reported that hot off of and just like that it's going to be Candace Bushnell which fun little rony world tidbits let's not forget Dorinda's I'll tell you how I'm doing not well bitch she was talking to Candace Bushnell at Ramona's party Mm. and it is also said that one character that came back in the first episode of this series but was in the old Sex in the City that like friend who had like the abusive husband and she was just like loud yeah. was based off of Dorinda because they're friends in real life. Oh, okay. And then they're saying that the other one is going to be the girl that the character on and just like that is based off of Charlotte's new friend. I want to say it's like LTW. Yeah. It's whoever that person is based off of. Okay. So I mean I feel like it's kind of shaping up kind of fun. I mean. I'm all for Dorinda and Jill Zarin being back. Me too. I could also do Tinsley but anyway. Oh Tinsley's such a hot mess. She's such a mess. She makes me uncomfortable. Oh I like her. Okay. Jamie Lynn Spears has autobiography out called Things I Should Have Said. However we learned that her book was supposed to be called I Must Confess and it was because it was already released in Target? No. So she's saying that's not true. Right. But then Target you know like the little price tag they put on the shelf? Yeah. Under her book it says I Must Confess or somebody on TikTok found that one and was like fuck you you're wrong Jamie Lynn you traitor. Right. So she was on the Caller Daddy podcast and was basically talking trash on her mom not so much on her dad. No she was like defending her dad. Yeah. Talking like a lot of trash about her mom and basically blaming Britney for half the shit. Yeah. It was really in my opinion quite tasteless. Have you listened to the podcast episode? I listened to part of it and then I listened to Celebrity Book Clubs. Did they do her book? Yeah. And they had that Britney Spears podcast. That's how they started. So they are. Oh right. I forgot about that. But they stopped when they realized that it was actually the conservatorship was so terrible. They didn't want to like add to it by bringing light to things that they didn't understand. Yeah. And that's how the iterations of Celebrity Memoir Book Club started. So the second part is that there's all these rumors that Dan Schneider, pedo extraordinaire. For some background, for those of you who don't know Dan Schneider, because I didn't until all of this shit. Mm -hmm. He is basically the creator of Zoe 101. She's all that kind of shit. I 
iCarly, like all these like Nickelodeon Disney Channel shows. If you go on TikTok enough, you see like all his shows. There's a lot of young girls showing their feet. And like there's some clip of Ariana Grande from whatever show she was on putting her foot in her mouth. Like they're saying like he was a real fucking creepy Mm -hmm. pedophile. And people are saying, although the girls of Celebrity Memoir Book Club disagree, that Dan Snyder is possibly her baby daddy of her first kid. We've heard that he got Amanda Bynes pregnant and that's part of like her whole like mental illness struggle was him abusing her and getting pregnant. You know, listen, I think Dan Snyder and Jamie Lynn, something weird definitely happened there, but I don't know if that's his baby because it kind of looks just like the guy who she said is the father. The girl looks like that guy. I just feel like I had never heard that up until like two days ago. I had heard it. Yeah, I had never heard that rumor and it kind of makes me feel bad for Jamie Lynn. Not like bad enough where I'm like, let's excuse her for everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Jamie Lynn and Britney are kind of like the modern day Natalie Wood or any of these other like starlets of the past where I remember listening to a podcast about Natalie Wood's life and like her mother dropped her off at a producer's home and she was raped there. And her mom basically told her, you know, you turn a blind eye and you move on, like use it to your advantage. And I think sometimes we don't realize how much bad shit actually can happen to people. It makes me really sad. I'm sitting here like tearing myself up about whether my kids should go to school or not. And there are parents who are just like allowing horrible shit to happen to their kids. It's really sad. Yeah. Another thing that came out in this Call Her Daddy podcast is that Lynn Spears, the mom, when she was younger, ran over and killed a little boy. Whoa. Really? Do you not know this? No. Yeah. When she was like in her 20s, she ran over a kid and killed him. (gasps) Wow. That's horrible. Yeah. And evidently, Lynn is also really controlling and kind of mean. The dad was like an alcoholic and they were always in and out. Apparently so was Lynn, right? Yes, possibly. Or pills or something. So like one time Lynn was so mad at him constantly coming in and out that she asked everybody to fill up a cooler and then she like killed it with a baseball bat. The whole family is a little bit wackatoony. Yeah. We haven't heard the last of Jamie Lynn. She just can't seem to stop talking. She doesn't want to. No. Whoever her team is needs to tell her to shut the fuck up. She's had like two jobs and now she doesn't work anymore. And in her book, she's like, I got it on my own. Listen, no, you your sister is very famous. Maybe you would have gotten those opportunities, but your sister paid for your home in Florida and you got a lot of those opportunities because you were Britney Spears' sister. I don't know. I've never seen anything extraordinary come out of that child. You can say a lot about Britney Spears, but in her prime, she was a hell of a fucking performer and she definitely worked hard. Yep, she was. My former boss, Wendy Williams, she is not doing well. She's in Miami right now, evidently. Yep. I mean, the rumors are dementia and that it really just came on very, very quickly. They're saying there are days where she can't even get herself dressed and where anyone who's dealt with somebody who has dementia, I have, there's like a vacancy when you look into their eyes. Like, they're not registering who who you are or what's going on. A lot of reports about that being the case with Wendy Williams. And I wish I had the gall to reach out to people I know that work there still because apparently the producers don't even know what's going on. She's like not communicating with them at all. I think it's a really sad situation. It is. It came on so quick, which my experience with dementia was like that as well. My grandmother, it took one traumatic brain injury and that was it. She was just like gone, essentially. And she went on living for many years, but she was not the woman I knew her to be. So it's very sad. Yeah. So this next one I wrote in, and I don't even know if I care, but J-Lo seems to be just continuing to want to be in the news all the time. Classic J-Lo. Ben is not enough. Everyone's like, they're over that. And so now she's coming out saying the traumatic reason why she left Mark Anthony. What is it? I haven't heard this. She's not doing a good enough job. So after she filmed Selena, 
Diana, she got really afraid of stalkers. Mm, Understandably. There was a short period of time where she was like very anxious and paranoid about it. And then evidently that has something to do like Mark wasn't being nice or whatever and she just kind of like freaked out and like was like, I can't do anything anymore. But they weren't even together at that period. Are they saying this went on longer than right after Selena? Okay, got it. Yes. Mostly I don't even know the whole gossip and I actually don't care. I'm just saying J-Lo. There was a kid doing a TikTok and he was in front of a restaurant and she walked out and then she posted it. Like I peeped myself and I'm like, J-Lo, come on. You had a good hot run. You let 2021 really go out for us in an interesting way and start 2022. Don't keep talking about why Mark Anthony left you. It's sort of like, I understand how Demi Lovato and the they them and all of that, that's important. But now she's just like, and I got a spider tattoo and I'm going to do this one track on this one song. Right, right. She also just needs to stay in the- It reeks of desperation. So J-Lo, we don't care. Yeah. So something that I had sort of talked to you about before this is that in reading Busy Phillips' biography, which is amazing, this will only hurt a little, it was really good. Hearing her talk about her husband, it sounds like he's not very nice to her. Yeah, you've been saying this for the longest time. They did live separately for a little while and almost got divorced and then got back together and things did get better for a time, evidently, from what she wrote, not like I'm her friend. And also she lives in Brooklyn now. Now, right? Back she does forth. not live in LA. They live back and forth. Okay. But even after they got back together, it's like in her telling her story, you're like, ew, I don't know if he really likes you. Well, Dumois and NT, that was another thing revealed on the podcast is that evidently she's in the middle of a divorce. Yeah. And also that she hates Dumois. Like people write in all the time and say like the person that hates you, blah, 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 blah. It's always about Busy Phillips. That's a fun little nugget for when you're reading Dumois. Also, everyone is dying of COVID. Hold on. All these people did not die of COVID. Also, they haven't confirmed meatloaf died of COVID, we know that he was against COVID mandates. We don't even know if he was vaccinated, right? So he's against vaccine mandates is what I've read. He died of COVID. Okay, so that came out. And Bob Saget had COVID and had that heart attack, which is what they're saying is happening with COVID. So it could be long COVID. We don't know what Terry Mugliere died of, right. but he had had a bunch of plastic surgery in the last couple of years. They don't know if it was something from that or something separate. Betty Wake, God bless her. A stroke finally took her out. I mean, what a lovely woman. That's so God sad. God bless. But I just feel like there's lots of people passing of like long-term effects of COVID recently. Huh. I genuinely did not know any of those people were COVID. I didn't know Bob Saget was a COVID thing. It was a nice, clean heart attack in the middle of the night. He had heart issues from it. So fucking scary. So, and he was feeling fine, but long-term. Yeah, he was on tour. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That's some hot goss. There you guys go. Hot goss. Serving it up. Should we do some TikTok? TikTok K-hole. We'll go back and forth. We'll volley this shit. Falling down at TikTok K-hole. <laughs> well, girl knows I'm into the plant TikTok. I like that girl that waters celebrity plants and the stories that she tells. I love her. She just told one about teaching Seth Rogen sign language so he could speak to his gardener. The thing is, I can't tell if she's telling the truth or not. I don't think she's telling the truth, but I don't actually care because it's very funny. My favorite one of her stories is she says that Ben Affleck has a painting of Ben Affleck and J-Lo naked over his bed. (laughs) And then she started to say she was getting sued for it. But I'm also into, obviously, figuring out interesting ways to propagate plants. Is it a water propagation? Do I dip it in root growing powder and then put it in a tiny grow pot with plastic over it so it creates an ecosystem? I'm also into reviving dead plants. Thought I had a plant that died, notched it, put it in some new soil, gave it a more habitable agreement. It's got some new green buds. It's going to take a while for her to look luscious, but she's not dead yet. And on that, mine is, you guys know, I'm always here for man slander. I am here (laughs) for any chick that just like stitches a man's TikTok and destroys 
them. Like that one chick with the bad eyelashes, but I love her. Yes. You know who I'm talking about? That she has that yes, I crazy do. laugh. And she just like goes in on men and she's like, you're balding. I live for her. I wish I knew her name. That stitch this together from knowledge of a place you used to work at. Loving those. I love that too. Loving those. You can return anything at any time at Nordstrom, whether you've worn it or not. But I knew this. I thought this was common knowledge. And then there's like all the shoplifting codes. Like if somebody says Nora. At Sephora. At Sephora. I'm just loving all of these. Did you hear the one about the plastics? Yes. Ooh, I don't like that one. Did you hear the one about never drink out of any of the cups in a hotel? hotel that they don't actually clean them. They just use like cleaning solution. Ugh, gross, disgusting. The amount of cups I've drank out of at a hotel. I love that one. Yeah. Piggybacking off of manslander, male plastic surgery, just like what plastic surgery men have had done. Because we all know Carrie and I are obsessed with what work people have had done. Guys, and speaking of which, my nose job was rescheduled. It will be February 17th. Happy Valentine's Day to me. <laughs> with a new nose. All she needs is a new nose and a heart-shaped pizza. That's all I need. But yeah, the male plastic surgery is amazing because we don't talk about it enough. I never realized George Clooney had a full-blown facelift, but here we are. God bless. It looks great. It really does. Yes. And you know, not dramatic, not scary. And so many subtle nose jobs, not unfamiliar from what I'm going to get. Yes, so many. Just spank me and call me. Blake Lively. Okay, so interesting mending. I'm following a lady. Yeah, what does that even mean? So if there's like a hole in something. Oh, like clothes? Yeah, or like jeans or shirts. She'll show you either a way to mend it that it's like literally you can't see it or how to use like, you know, those old fashioned when you would make a friendship bracelet, like the needlepoint? Yes. To make something, a beautiful design that would also look interesting over it. She's just an interesting mender. Is that the lady that does denim specifically? Yes. Because she does those like beautiful star patterns and stuff. Yes, I've she also that. does sweaters and other things where you're like, she just knew and it brought it all together and it's not like the way I do it, which is just like some weird, interesting minute. Guys, I just have to tell you how sad it is for me to look right now at this TikTok K-hole and it's plants <laughs> Yours is, mending. That's where I'm going. Yours is so obscene. <laughs> and mine is all celebrity. Because my next one is this girl who does celebs written in different fonts, <laughs> which is firstly, just such an accurate way of stating this. It's like Javier Bardem and Jeffrey Dean Morgan how they like look so much alike but it's just like a different font version of them. They are so good and I didn't realize how many people actually look so much alike. It's fascinating. Wow. Yeah. I love a good this is my Amazon favorites. Mm, I love that too. I have found some interesting things yes. that I'm going to purchase of these are my Amazon favorites. I love when they do like a thematic like for the fridge, for yeah. the closet, beauty. Love those. Did you see the broom with a little vacuum in it so you don't need a dustpan? Yes. I love that. That's so Asian TikTok. Yes, it is. Okay, well, I bought a new face and I haven't really started using it religiously yet, which is why it's not a hashtag swag bag and why I haven't talked about it. But videos that show me how to use my new face to like snatch my face up, make it tight, make it high. I'm just into it. I search in TikTok new face and I'm amazed at what comes up. How to make your cheekbones snatch, you know, do a little mini fox eye lift. I've been doing it every day. And? It's a huge difference. Look. Oh yeah. But like my new routine is to do a 15 to 20 minute new face. Yes. And then I go back in with massage and gua 
Russia. Oh, I did see somebody do that. I was like, is it excessive? But like desperate times. I'm going to raise you a new face to a gua sha tutorial, double chin massages. I, I mean, oh, I love that. I've been shit. doing it like literally an hour of my night is listen to a podcast and just. I'm telling you. And now that I'm back home, I'm going to do the red light. I'm going to do the little eye attachment. I'm going to do it all. And I just sit after I steam my face, you know, a whole routine. This is where we're at now. Uh, even our TikTok K-holes are just sadder now. I know. I'm going to go next because it's my last one and then you can finish up yep. nose jobs on TikTok because I was all geared up for my nose job. Celebrity or otherwise? Just in general. Okay. Just to see like before and after is like how it made a difference. I don't want to watch the surgery. I'm not a person that wants to know what happens. No. However, I had geared myself up for the surgery and then they postponed it. So now I have to gear myself up again. Yeah. And so I'm looking on TikTok for ways to be like, yeah, it's going to be great. Don't worry. Just focus on the good things. Last time we did TikTok K-Hole, I told you guys that I was into all the soft choreo videos and now mm-hmm. it's all Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me. Performances, which fun fact, my husband will tell you that song was written by Meatloaf. I just love it. It is so me as a teenager. Instead of being angsty, I was just like quietly performing in my room in front of a mirror and feeling the wind in my hair even though it wasn't well, there. That's the way it is. Well, that's not the song, but yes. She always like abuses herself when she sings. She's like hitting herself and she's a strange lady. Yeah, you see the one with her dancing at a Lady Gaga concert? She's like... She is... <laughs> I'll never forget when the Titanic song was like everything and she was on something performing it. Kids, this was before we had the internet regularly. Yeah. And I remember her singing that song and like beating the shit out of herself and all I could think was this wackadoo is the person whose song we're listening to now <laughs> nonstop. And now I just really appreciate her for being such a fucking kook. I love her. She also had like a 35 pound headdress for her wedding that had to be sewed into her hair. I can't even get into Renee, Renee and all of that like weird pedophilia in my opinion. Yeah, gross. I know. Yeah. But anyway, that was TikTok K-Hole. Shall we swag bag? TikTok K-Hole. Let's swag her daggers. Hashtag swag bag. My swag bag is a mixture of a DIY hand scrub and new face. Oh. New face, I'm loving. It sometimes zaps me a little too hard and I'm kind of into it. It's like a pleasure pain kind of thing, I think. Let's back up and tell people what new face is because every time I say it to people, they're like, are you getting plastic surgery? They don't understand. New face is what the device is called. It's a microcurrent device. Yes. N-U-F-A-C-E. And it's these various attachments, like balls attachments, where <laughs> microcurrent goes through and you put a gel on it. And then you move it around and it's supposed to stimulate blood flow, reduce inflammation and bloating in your face. And it's proven to work. It is like a proven thing. They do it in a dermatologist's office. They do it, I guess, like cosmetic surgeons do like a stronger version of this thing. So this device, you do it at home five to six days a week. And then as time goes on, you only have to do it like two to three times a week. The first thing I noticed was it looked like I had had Botox in my forehead. I love that. And I hadn't because I haven't gone in a while. And then I just noticed that my face quality looked good and it did look a little snatched, like yeah. tight and bouncy. Yeah. And then just today I was taking some selfies with some good light. Ooh, love and that. I was like, ooh, look at this jaw. Mm. It's getting better. Love that. Because if I'm going to have this new nose, I can't have this terrible jaw. No. It's got to be a full picture. You can also do Kybella because Kybella is like a non, it's just an injection. Yeah. Remember the guy who gave you the Botox that you puff up for like two weeks and then you're snatched under here. I would do Kybella, I think. Honestly, what New Face does for me and then maybe, well, if 
figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You're getting the nose done. You want to be totally snatch girl. And you also should ask your plastic surgeon if you can do new face after your, like, I how know, long until after your surgery. I know. <laughs> You're like, way ahead of you, bitch. Okay, well, mine is my Dumois sweatshirt. They don't sell it anymore. You can't get it. It's like they do a limited drop, but I got the Je Suis on the front and on the back it says Studio Exact. I just love it. You got me one, too. I got you one for Christmas. I ordered it at the beginning of December. It didn't get here until the beginning of January. <laughs> but I love this damn sweatshirt. It's very cozy. And I like publicizing how into celebrity bullshit gossip I am. Exactly. You know, whatever brings us joy this day and age. Seriously. We're not going to link to it because you can't get it. You just got to follow Dumois and see when they do a drop. It's not a place you can regularly go. And that's what makes it cool. Yeah. <laughs> Limited. Wishing you guys a Valentine's Day filled with heart-shaped pizzas, nose jobs, and lots of love. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Herring-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.